Bankers lenders of Reddit, what is the most bizarre loan you have seen people apply for? I work in 401k administration. You can take a loan out on your 401k, depending on how the plan is set up. One of the provisions for many plans is that you can take a $5,000 loan if you have a baby or adopt. Someone called in asking to take a loan because their friend had a baby. Um, what? No, we won't give you $5,000 whenever someone you know has a child. I used to practice the art of personal loans. Someone wanted $10,000 to buy a ranch in Tennessee, and we were in LA, so I asked him how he planned to buy a ranch in Tennessee with only $10k. He then ran away without a word. To this day I still wonder what he really would have done with the 10k if I had given it to him. I love the idea that he went in there with a plan to tell you what he was going to use the money for but no answers to a single follow up question because he just expected you to hand him the money no questions asked. I worked as a bank teller in college. My branch had a guy try to take out a $60,000 personal loan to help his girlfriend in Russia pay off border control so she could finally come join him in the US after a two year exclusively text based relationship. No matter what we said, he remained firmly convinced that she existed and was in love with him and that the $30,000 he'd already sent her was money well spent. We didn't give him the loan. He closed his account on the spot taking the entire 1000 he had left with him. Ugh, we had an old lady like this. She wanted to draw down $100k to send to her friend in South Africa that she had never met. We kept declining the application and eventually had to get her son involved because she refused to believe she was getting scammed. I think he ended up trying to get POA on her accounts. She wasn't all there. One of my co-workers had a customer get approved for a business credit card and he quickly used that to spend 10k on breast enhancements for his wife. When we asked him how this could even be considered a business expense he told us, well she's in sales. My aunt's old ex-boyfriend was a banker, always told us about how someone wanted a loan for a small business that was a barbecue joint with strippers but the strippers are eating barbecue and people are watching and throwing money. Jones BBQ and foot massage. A woman called asking for a personal loan to pay the negative balance in her account that she owed us. Yeah, I see this every so often. They're always puzzled that we won't do it. Don't know if it counts but my fiance is a banker and had an unemployed, retired I think, guy legitimately not understand why he couldn't use his credit card limit as income to get approved for a mortgage. Inhale fast not yamone exasperated exhale. My banker told me a story of a rapper who asked for a loan to make his music video, where he produced an itemized list of the various items he'd be renting, including 2 kilos of coke. He's usually not one for telling tall tales, but this just borders the line between believable and not for me. The most surprising thing is the guy was planning on renting coke. We had a guy who needed just a little more money to catch the Sasquatch. He had a guy that was willing to pay him billions of dollars once he caught it. It sounds like a joke but the guy was dead serious. Guess he had to bigfoot the bill himself. So we had a guy come in wanting a car loan for a used diesel truck. The truck was 15k. Unfortunately the truck had high millage and his credit wasn't the greatest and we could only approve him for 6k and 15% interest. It was not a good loan and I told the customer as much. I advised finding a lower mileage, newer vehicle and waiting 6 months to repair minor credit issues in order to get a lower interest rate. He insisted on getting that truck right that very moment. 
he proceeded to tap into his retirement funds, probably paid some insane penalties and taxes, paid the 9k down payment and signed the paperwork for the loan. Three months later he sold the truck at a loss. Gentleman came into my small local credit union to apply for a car loan. Great, what kind of car is it? A Jeep, awesome. What's the exact model? Uh, it's custom. Well, what year is it? 1989. Oh, hum, a little on the older side. And the mileage? Not sure, the guy I'm buying it from is in different state. Oh, I'm sorry sir, it would have to be registered in state. Oh, well do you know how to register a monster truck with the DMV excuse me? Yeah, the jeep's been converted to a monster truck. I'm not just gonna drive it around. Oh, I'm so sorry, we won't be able to finance your, out of state, vintage, monster truck. That's a shame because that sounds awesome as heck. Years ago, a friend of mine that works as a loan officer had to explain to a guy that he couldn't get an additional loan to cover the down payment on a mortgage. The guy didn't have a job, but he kept insisting that he would be starting some unspecified job in 3 months. He didn't know how much it paid. Not a banker, but I heard a co-worker at a previous job complaining to someone that his loan application for his cigarette company was denied. But his logic was that he enjoyed rolling his own smokes. So why not start a business selling hand-rolled cigs? He legit thought he would make millions doing it. Saddest one I ever got was a 88-year-old woman who applied for a $100 loan to get a window AC unit for her trailer. She didn't have a computer to apply online and wasn't able to drive so his daughter drove her to the branch. The temps were getting up to 104 that summer and it was dangerous for her to be inside. The unit was $60 but she was too frail to pick it up and needed the extra $40 to get it installed. We couldn't approve her and I was a little upset about the daughter. She couldn't save $40 for 2 months to help out her mom. If this ever happens to you again, contact Adult Protective Services. If it was dangerous for her to be inside her house, they would be able to help her. I used to work in a department of Wells Fargo that specialized in the weird. All the loans no other department would touch. It started as a way to keep business customers with lots of money happy. Like a courtesy loan knowing that we would make money from them elsewhere. One of the most iconic loans that we used as an example to explain to other departments what we did was a loan where a farmer put up a barn as collateral to get a loan to buy his wife's dentures. Not too crazy, but an airplane. Not just a single prop Cessna or anything like that, but this plane could seat like 8-10 people and had climate control and everything. My head underwriter didn't want me to use the plane itself as collateral, as he could just take off with it and end up anywhere on the planet after explaining that was pretty much true with a car boat loan too. She acquiesced. I'm not going to tell you for privacy sake how much it was, but let's say that I could have not sold another loan for about 6 months and still exceeded all of my goals. Not a banker, but something I saw in an article a year or two ago, about most unusual loan reasons in my city. The ones that I still remember were to buy a Maine Coon Cat, $2000 at that time, I think, historical books and arranging a marriage for an ex-wife. I make agriculture loans exclusively, no other loans except to farmers and ranchers. Borrower's wife comes in mid-40s, asks to borrow $10k but doesn't want husband to know. I ask the purpose she beats around, then finally tells me she needs the money for breast enhancements. 
I tell her I can only make loans that enhance a farm then she gives me this big spill about how it would increase her husband's morale thus a better farm. Still hard no. Somehow she gets the procedure. Two years later she has nice breasts, a new husband, and together they own half of a cotton farm. I still bank the first husband. She needed large tracts of land. Not a banker of course. I handled a fraud case where the lady took out a $6,000 personal loan in cash. I think that was the amount. This was several years ago. To send to who she thought was an 80s era country singer who claimed to be in financial trouble. She stuck the cash in an envelope and mailed it to another state. She also sent several thousand dollars worth of iTunes gift cards through the mail to him because somehow that would help him pay his bills or something. Altogether I think it was close to $20k she sent. Unfortunately there's a lot of lonely people who fall for scams like that, and most of them don't realize it until they are completely tapped out, it's really sad. I have a friend who's a farmer and beekeeper. He lost 60% of his hives to CCD, so he was forced to go to his banker and ask for a $1 million loan to buy replacement bees. A bee dies in 30 days, he made it work, and is still in business. But the thought of that debt obligation makes me pucker every time I think about it. A million dollar loan. For insects with a 30 day lifespan. I am a consumer loan officer. I help people from all backgrounds. I've helped a major gaming company executive, an esport pro, CEOs, homeless people, a blogger, and everything between. Most people's loan requests aren't that odd really. Maybe the type of vehicle they are looking for is a bit odd like one guy trying to buy a cement truck for his everyday driver or the guy that asked me if he could buy two cars and fuse them together to make some weird pickup hybrid under one loan. But the most odd thing I have ever seen was actually a nice SUV we were supposed to repo. This guy was a carpenter and knew we were going to repo the car eventually as he was out of work. A crazy dude built a detached garage around the vehicle. When you opened the garage door you would be standing next to the driver side of the car. The side walls of the garage were about 2 inches from the front and back of the car so there was no way that car was moving without pulling his little garage down. I actually have no idea how that dispute ended. I also have no idea why the guy wouldn't give up the truck but would build an entire garage around it and make it impossible to move. If a creditor risks breaching the peace, then it is not allowed to repossess the vehicle. That means it cannot use, or threaten to use, force or violence. Dot. If the repo agent breaks into your garage to take the truck, that is breaching the peace. Former client facing banker. I have a couple weird ones. 1. Not a new loan credit issuance, but I once was reviewing my book and noticed a client's helloc was nearing the end of its draw period. I did a little digging hoping to make some cash on a refinance and noticed that well over 20k had been drawn in the last 12 months in unusually small transaction amounts, under $20. Turns out Candy Crush can just freaking wreck your finances. 2. I once had an older client, 75 plus, come in looking to apply for a business loan to help develop a video game. Being a closeted nerd, naturally I asked what kind of game. And there I heard the most scattered video game concepts in the world. Apparently it was inspired by Ready Player One. But honestly it just sounded like Second Life. I mentioned that and I then proceeded to have to listen to an old man talk about the weird SX stuff he experiences playing Second Life. I'm pretty sure I blacked out for a few seconds in my office from the awkwardness. I work in tech. 
specifically in the mortgage industry. The funniest thing I saw was a closing disclosure, the document you get before your loan that covers all your payoffs among other things. For someone who was paying off a ton of debt from a variety of sources by refinancing their home, they had a section K, which is basically third party payoffs, that was literally longer than our document form could handle. Normally this section can handle 10-11 payoffs, and it's rare for us to see more than 2 or 3. This person had close to 40, which is just insane. It took our tech team 3 days to get a new template that would work, get it approved, and fix the software so it could be handled. I would imagine that's partially because your underwriter must have had balls of steel to approve a loan for someone who has 40 loans with balances. We used to offer a home equity line of credit with the marketing along the lines of it's like turning your house into a savings account. It even came with a visa card. Had a monthly adjustable variable rate tied to the prime rate. People applied for it like mad. And that is the most bizarre loan I have ever seen people apply for. I'm pretty confident they all lost their houses in the housing implosion a few years later. Home equity is a useful tool. But you know people were going on vacations and buying groceries with that freaking visa card. I worked at a bank in the Twin Cities before the housing market crashed and we frequently opened up Helix with a $150k open line of credit. House may be worth $250k, left before the crash occurred but I hope the bank got torched on those credit lines. Such an irresponsible loan to push in the first place. I am not a banker, but a customer who received loan offers. I find it bizarre that people take loans to go on vacation, unless one of the travelers is dying or will never be able to travel in the future. Borrowing money to go on vacation baffles me. Yeah it's a trap. Outside a couple cases like I've saved 6 grand at a rate of 800 slash mo. Dream trip will cost 9 grand if I take it during this holiday period but won't be possible again in the future. Otherwise it would be a trap. Not me but my dad worked for Citta Financial way back. He told me how this guy took out a loan. To buy a ring for his girlfriend of several months. Bought her car. And to give her what was left over to help her out with her kids. That same guy came back a week later to cancel it because she took off with the car, money, and ring and ditched him and her kids. Not a banker or lender. However my college roommate last year was always spending insane amounts of money on stuff one week a new TV and PS4. The next a car, and the next some other overly priced and needed thing. It was insane. I asked him where'd he get all his money he said it was from his loans. I assume maybe it was a bit extra that he got in a school refund when you overpay your school bill with your loans grants scholarships, etc. Albeit a bit more than I would expect. Nope. Literally took out loan to buy this stuff. I had to explain to him that you have to pay it back. It's not just free money. That was a real punch in the balls for him. Commercial Ray Lender here. Had a very wealthy client apply for 6.5 million dollars to refinance his boutique hotel in a very popular Appalachian town in NC. The hotel was beautiful and to be honest I was super excited to do a site visit and take my wife for a fun weekend vacation. Problem was that despite his wealth, he was really only rich on paper, cash poor, so much debt he didn't think about, over $180k in annual mortgage payments on his primary residence, boat loans that would make your jaw drop, 
fast cars with high price tags financed at 110% of value, you name it. Anyways, I broke the news he wasn't approved, much to his surprise, and he asked why. I politely told him it was related to his debt service requirements and stupidly used his jet loan. Bados citation CJ3, as an example. Not two days later he called back and said he had sold his freaking jet. 1. The institution I work for uses historical cash flow so even though he no longer had that debt I still had to account for it in my spreads over the past 2-3 years. 2. How do you sell a jet in 2 days? Needless to say he was peed and tried to place the blame on me, completely disregarding the fact that his lavish lifestyle got him there. Moral of the story, rich people do not like being told no when they are used to being told yes all the time. TBH probably could have done the deal with the liquidity he got from the sale, at less leverage, but he wanted to keep the cash to himself. SMH. Still think about this from time to time. Used to work with a 60 year old guy who tried to get a $50,000 personal loan to finance his own family genealogical research including expensive DNA testing and travel to possible worldwide locations to search archives. I didn't know him well, but he was a nice guy with a weird obsession for medieval crap. Always talking about swords and horse riding. They actually gave him the loan, but at 15%. To his credit, dude went full tilt into it. He immediately started with DNA genealogy crap. Not just the companies that do this but getting in touch with universities, non-profits and all sorts of crap. We live near a hub airport and dude started flying every weekend to Nick and then to different small towns across the US. It was probably 6 months into this when he took a few weeks off during our slow season and he never came back. It turns out that all of this was for an inheritance claim in France. In 2007, my buddy who had been a bartender, was hired by a regular at his bar to become a mortgage underwriter. One of his first customers was a guy who made $1,800 per month applying for a loan that had a monthly payment of $3,600 per month to start, but it was an ARM, and it was slated to increase to $5,400 per month after 3 years, and this loan was to buy a boat, not a house. The guy who hired my buddy came in and told my buddy to underwrite the loan, and that's the story of how my buddy quit his new job before his first shift even ended. I want £1,000 but I'll pay it back in a week. You see some guys are currently driving round London in an armored truck full of my gold and I have to pay them £10k for bringing it to me. My long lost uncle built up a fortune in Africa and recently passed. This is my inheritance. When asked if he had ever met his African relatives the answer was no. When asked if he'd ever heard of them before they rang to tell him about this truck full of gold. The answer was no, so apparently the courier had loaded the truck and sent it on its way before they had even contacted him to tell him about it and they were aimlessly driving round and round London waiting on their fee. Didn't matter how many times I told him he was being scammed he didn't believe me. He was 19 with less than £100 in his account and no job. Needless to say we did not approve the loan. He called me a B and said he'd have my job. I stayed there another 4 years before I left to have a baby so clearly didn't manage to make much of that threat. $40,000 helix so his son could buy crypto mining equipment. I once had a client apply for a loan for pea supplies. I was the unfortunate one who had to tell him that we would not be giving him the $150,000 loan. When confronted about how a deadbeat, guy was a pill popper and degenerate gambler, was going to make good on interest. He said he was about to win the lawsuit of a lifetime. 
Who was he suing? Little League. Why? Because he got hit with a foul ball and he was hurt. When his two most valuable assets were a Ford Ranger with 100,000 miles and a 15 year old big screen TV. He was told to pound sand. I'm in the back office for reporting bad loans to our stakeholders. We acquired a bank that gave a farmer $5 mil and only had his cows as collateral. He stopped paying the loan. We went to go pick up the cows and they were mysteriously gone. Board of directors weren't happy but very obvious why the bank we bought was going under. Said insane collateral stories from junk banks we've bought in the past. Just because they lend, doesn't mean they're good for it. Not a banker, but was friends with one in high school. He told me there was this peed off old lady who wanted to borrow a million dollars to buy out her doctor's office and bulldoze it because he she told her she was overweight. Not a banker lender, but the borrower. This was embarrassing. I had never taken out a loan in my life because I was very frugal and lived within my means. My credit card had barely any activity on it even, although all payments were paid off within the billing period. My very first loan at 25 years old was for my dog's orthopedic surgery. $5,000. She was a great dog. She had a bum leg. I wasn't going to let her die for lack of $5,000. My banker told me straight up that he would put the dog down if he were in my shoes. I started crying. That's the embarrassing part because I never cried at that time. And told him he could just frick right off. And to give me goddamn loan because I had the collateral to cover it. I owned a house. I cried so hard that people in the outer areas started noticing. The bank manager came over, inquired as to what the problem was, and after the explanation, the loan officer was led into the back room by staff, and the bank manager approved my loan on the spot. He hugged me and apologized as I left. I accidentally dripped snot on his tie because I was such a mess. I really loved that dog. She was well worth the $5,000. She is residing in the pet cemetery in my forest now. She even has a headstone. Someone looking to refinance their student loan debt because you can't include student debt in bankruptcy. I had a client who once came in for a personal loan. They were looking for about 20k to pay off and close multiple credit cards and use the rest for a vacation. After it was approved and the funds advanced to their account they used the money and surprise it wasn't for the credit cards. The client came back 2 months later looking for another loan and was surprised when I let them know that they were being declined because they failed to meet the conditions previously set, pay and close off 2 credit cards. The client was furious that they were not approved and called everyone in my branch a scammer for not loaning our more money. I've seen everything from sad moments of parents begging for a loan to bury their child, an 18 year old wanting new boobs, cancer treatments, leaving their abusive spouse, their fifth ATV when they can't afford it. You learn a lot about people and what's important to them when you're underwriting credit. It's a tough job to decline the emotional one. I see in the comments below all the romance scams, they're common. If you're looking for bizarre, ask the commercial small business loans groups, the ones that support the SX trade. That's where it gets freaky deaky. I am a loan officer so this is literally my thing. 1. Guy applied for a plane just to go back and forth to Costa Rica. Dude had the cash for it. We couldn't finance though since we don't do that kind of collateral. 2. Applying for like a 5th or 6th car. Somewhat common to find parents, normally elderly ones with several cars on their credit cause they co-sign for the whole family. 
For your information this skyrockets your debt ratio since you are still liable for the loan. 3. One guy wanted to buy an 18 wheeler that was converted into an RV. Thought that was neat. 4. 30k plus motorcycles usually blow me away since it is essentially a toy. 5. To get a loan to pay their other loans they are behind with us. 6. Sad ones are when we catch children committing elderly abuse by making their elderly parent buy them cars. Unfortunately had to call the elderly abuse hotline more than once. I had turned down someone for a small business loan last year which was completely legitimate. It was for a zipline pulley system to transport snacks from the kitchen to your desk or the reception area. Many years ago I had an elderly couple call in, they had plenty of money in savings already. They wanted to borrow £25k, our upper limit at the time. They wanted it for a once in a lifetime holiday. Fair enough, they could afford the repayments with their pensions etc all good. They then proceeded to ask for loan insurance. This was before the PPI scandal here in the UK. I explained the extra cost and the pros and cons. They were adamant they wanted it and then explained that Mr. had cancer and had been given 6-12 months to live. They had done their research and knew our policy on loan protection would pay out when he died. Ultimately meaning they would get the loan paid off. I spoke to my line manager to check and the loan was agreed and processed. I was sad for them but also I was amazed at how calm the couple were about it all. We were asking SoftBank for several billion dollars when their business model was already found to be a failure. Clearly they didn't work. A bank I used to work for had a lot of niche loan products that it had slowly phased out. One of which was a tugboat loan. Yes, a loan to finance the purchase of a tugboat. One day almost 7 years into the job, someone approached me and asked if we still did tugboat loans. I was a bit surprised but told him that technically yes we still did. The interest rate was 8%. He asked what documents he would need to provide, so I sent an email to the lending department's general inbox asking what would be required. What proceeded was a hilarious two weeks of emails asking if I was serious and underwriters genuinely having to go back through company archives and look up documents from the 1990s. Apparently the last time they did a tugboat loan was 1993. We eventually found the policy in an old FTP drive that was otherwise used to hold paper applications no longer in use. The guy had to apply on paper. Apparently you needed a marina permit, the operating agreement for your hauling company, a commercial boating license, the bill of sale for the tug, and some tax returns. There was a lot of pushback from lending to try to get him to buy the tugboat through a home equity loan. But I pointed out that Reg B, loan regulation, forbade me from refusing a loan application, and his home didn't have the equity necessary for the boat. Direct financing was really the only option that made sense. Even after closing the loan, there was loads of confusion as every loan account type had a different numeric scheme and nobody seemed to know what the numbering scheme was for a tugboat loan. In the end the loan number was something really weird like 100 million and 1. The bank phased out the loan product almost immediately after closing, like, the day afterwards a mass email went out saying that no future tugboat loans could be done. At this point, pretty much everybody knew that this had to do with my loan and thought it was hysterical. It was a pretty small company so word traveled fast. Our senior underwriter gave me a captain's hat at the annual Christmas party. Overheard on my first week in the job. No I'm sorry so we can't consider a business loan for a jet ski, because you operate a haulage business that's why. You've encountered the lost treasure of Captain Gus Fishhead. 
subscribe to receive some of his gold, like and subscribe you magnificent person.